listening to Once Upon a Time. I'm Josh. And I'm Steph. And this is, is this it? Is I, it, this is, it's, it's over. I feel like it should be over. <laughs> the podcast? No, well. Maybe. The show. The show. Yeah, so we got news right before uh, it aired that there would be a seventh season but one of the things I think we want to talk about today as we discuss the final battle and how I feel like I was kind of right, but completely wrong all at the same time. I think we were totally wrong on every count. <laughs> That's probably true. I mean, there was nothing, there was no rightness. That is that is usually true. That, well, that, that, that is, is usually true. That's mostly true all day. Yeah. Uh, no, but there's lots to discuss. There's lots to discuss. I think one of the things that I want to talk about a little bit is, you know, how, how do we, how do we feel about the seventh season? Um, you know, and so we'll, we'll, we'll get into that. Um, but do you want to, do we want to discuss the musical episode a little before? Yeah. You know, we didn't, what? we didn't talk about the musical episode because like the whole time we were watching the musical episode, it was like, it was, it was painful for me i don't i don't really know how else to explain that like it was just it was like it was like it was like going to a choir concert with first and second graders what do you mean by that well i mean it's sweet and it's cute but you're like, Ugh. well, what were you comparing it to? I don't know. I mean, the Flash musical episode was so good, and mm. like when Buffy did a musical episode, it was so. I mean, I'm not, I'm not ripping on the musical. Ep- I just, well, I mean, I am, but it was just not. It just, I, mm. it's like, and we talked about it. It's like they did it just to do it. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, there was no. I don't, I don't know. It, it was it, just, it was weird and it was, I mean, it wasn't, uh, I just didn't, I didn't, it wasn't my favorite. It didn't live up to, I guess, whatever expectation we had in our head. It, to me, it felt kind of flat. Yeah. I'm and not, like the Regina thing, like I love, I love Regina. I think Regina is the bomb and her dancing and her singing. It just made me, it just, it was, it, ugh, it just, it just gave me the, the EBGBs. I didn't like it. Like, was it too sexual? It was just, it was just weird. It was like, and now I'm older than she is in probably real life, but it was like watching my mom try to be vampy. I I think the comment I made was it was like the when you watch Jamie Lee Curtis trying to do the strip tease yes. in True Lies. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and and I, like I said, sexy I'm sexy woman, beautiful, beautiful. But that's just not like we're not, and maybe it's just because we're used to seeing her completely differently and so seeing her and that is just weird and i'm sure that if she did another part where she was more that way we'd be like oh yeah it was great but it was just i don't know it was just weird i just and i mean they they have great voices i'm not i'm not faulting their singing abilities i just it was just it was i don't know it was just i don't know i just i I didn't i didn't i just didn't i didn't (laughs) I didn't. That's fair. Everyone is entitled to yeah. their opinion. I Did mean, you like it? I we haven't even really talked about it. This is the first time you and I have talked about it. I I didn't hate it, which is weird for me because I you're not a, a musicals guy. I'm not a musical guy at, by any stretch. There's Mm-mm. like a handful of musicals 
that I like. I mean, I'll tolerate Rocky Horror Picture Show. Never seen it. Uh, but I love Fiddler on the Roof. Never seen it. Uh, obviously, what? Yeah, I know. I know what it is. The fiddle deedle diddle digga digga diggle diddle dum. No, that's that not it- how any of it goes. <laughs> I don't. Need, I don't even think I can go on with this, knowing that you've never seen some adaptation I'm, of I'm, Fiddler on the Roof. I'm sorry, I haven't. Seriously? Yeah, I know. I know. My mom loved it, and I just never. I don't. I don't know what I was doing most of my life. But I. I've seen Grease too many times. Oh, I can't stand Grease. I had to get that out of my house. I, I mean, I get it, but it's just not for me. And I think, I think I explain it this way: is that I'm a fan of just things that are good. And and to me, if you if you have a good story and the music meshes with that, it can be something magical. And I just don't think this. I think. I felt like they were just trying too hard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and like uh, yeah, that's exactly what it was. I mean, I still like them. I still like the show. I just didn't it wasn't my thing. Like that was the that was the bear episode this year. <laughs> there was no Merida. There was no Oh Merida. my gosh, if they would have brought Merida back. <sighs> Merida could... didn't come back in the final episode. Right. But you, we didn't even see hair of her realm. You, you hair would, of her realm. Air, what? I, what? What are you I even? Was, I was like trying to say hiding you, her hair. Are you drunk again? No. no or no, are you no. still drunk? Was, no. 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 I was just thinking because we saw. It doesn't matter. We're talking it about the musical episode. Anyway, I just realized we didn't see. You know, you've still not gotten Hercules back. No, and I, I don't think I, don't I ever think that's will. Ever going to happen until now. season seven. I don't I, no, I think they're no. Oh no 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 no, they're going to go to Atlantis. Poseidon is going to rule over Atlantis, and that's how we're going to get back into the uh Greek uh mythology. You think so? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, absolutely. We'll see. Oh yeah. So, like the musical episode, I y'all are going to hate me for this and I'm sorry, and this is the lowest bug rating I've ever given out. I'm oh. going two bugs. Wow. Yeah. I just didn't dig it. I mean, the best part for me was Hook singing. Well, it was Hook. It's always Hook. But it was Hook. It was his thing. and Because it was him, and it was his character, and it was him, and he was, like, embracing it. But the rest of it, I just, ugh. Wow. I told you. I know. I'm sorry. I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm being a poo-pooer. But I just didn't, I didn't dig it. That's okay. Well, let's move on to the final battle. The final battle. You loved it. I loved it. I did. I, I've been thinking about it. We watched it again today. I really, that's like but probably my favorite episode. I mean, I'm I'm going to give it six bugs just right off the bat. I don't even know what? if we, I don't even know if it was ever a six bug scale. No, never. Well, now it is. Really? Yeah. You mean favorite episode of like the series? I lo- you know why? Because it was just, it just, it made me happy. Like, I don't know how else to explain it. Even hmm. so, we went to um, one of our kids plays cello, and they they had an orchestra concert tonight. And one of the groups played the theme, "The Beauty in the Beast." It was like a compilation of different music from Beauty and the Beast. And so, in my head, when I'm hearing the na 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 thing, I'm seeing Rumpel and Bell dancing in my head, and I didn't want to throw up in my mouth. Like I huh. loved, I know, right? And so it completely. Cha- I don't know. I don't know what it was. It was. It was. It was magical for me. Huh. 
I know. I know. Something's wrong with me. Clearly. Hated the musical episode. Didn't want to throw up over Belle and Rumple. Well, let's 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 dive into that a let's little do bit, it. I guess, because I, I want to know maybe if you can kind of unpack what could have flipped that switch. Cause I, I don't feel the same way. I mean, I don't, I didn't dislike the episode. I think it was a great episode. I think that, uh, the series should have just ended. Oh, I agree. With, all, no, I agree with that. And, and we get nothing else. I agree. And, and we'll talk more about that later. Um, but, uh, well, I mean, I, I didn't dislike seeing Rumpel and Belle and then her getting, Gideon back so yeah, she can she finally got her baby so she can raise her baby and he can be a dad or maybe not I don't know because of the season seven thing so so tell me tell me why tell you why oh, yeah I I just I you know explain I thought it was interesting the way that they now I mean I was infuriated that first hour when Black Fairy was the mayor and Emma didn't remember anything and Henry was trying to get a rem- like that was infuriating because I was like really are we really gonna do this um but without getting into where they all were with the Enchanted Forest. Well, why not? We'll get into that. I liked that. I thought that was a neat touch, bringing them all together. And I liked that it was Regina and Regina and, and you know, you had Zelina. And I, I just, I liked that. I liked that they were, they were someplace else trying to get back to their family. And I liked that Snow was telling Regina, you know, we're going to get back to our family. They can't separate our family. And so I love that. They have embraced her. She's part of the crew. She's part of the family. And I like that, um, that Hook and David went off to to go climb the thousand foot tall beanstalk, which apparently they can just shimmy right up with one one hand. Um, I I, th- <laughs> I liked all of it, you know, and and I thought the subtle touches, like you know, Hook climbing over the table and sniffing the cork, mm, Merlot, you know, I mean, it's just it's just goofy little stuff like that that just makes me smile because it is a fairy tale and it should be fun. And but I, it was infuriating because I was like, you know, we have talked more times than I can count about how evil. The black fairy is. I mean, she is just. Did you cut yourself? What did you do? Yeah, I did. I think I'm bleeding all over the table. It's all right. I don't... Do, do you need? A... No, it's fine. I I don't know if we can have like medical assistance during the podcast. I <laughs> we need like a minion. What did you do? I I, I don't know. I don't, I don't really know. But anyway, so um, I, I don't know. I don't know what I did. Keep going. But the the black fairy, like she's just evil. What are you doing? There you go. Oh, thanks. A dirty napkin. <laughs> um, that's very sanitary. So she's just evil, right? And so for her whole plan, she wants Emma to to not rem- to just not believe. And so by not believing, everything's just going to disintegrate and go away. And so it's just the that's the final battle is her soul, right? And so uh-huh. we've kind of talked about that. About that would be something. I mean, it's. I don't know. It was just she's just mean and she's evil and she's got that smarmy thing going and and she's just so good at being evil. And poor Henry's trying really really hard and Emma just doesn't remember anything. She just wants to go back to Boston and like that infuriated me. I was really really mad. It was like, are we really gonna do this? Like, are we really gonna do this for the next two hours? But then we didn't, and it was awesome. Okay, it's all fair. What did you think about them opening the cold open with the older Henry and his daughter? Well, we didn't. Lucy. I didn't know who he was. I mean, you knew who he was because you knew he would, had been casted, casted, cast, cast to play an older Henry. I didn't know who the guy was. I didn't know who this kid was. So at the end, when I saw who it was, it all made sense. But 
I, you know, I don't know. I, I like seeing that Henry grew up. I mean, yeah, he grew up. He has a kid. That's awesome. Obviously, he never can figure out how to stay out of trouble because things are chasing him. Um, I don't know. I don't, you know, I just, I don't know. Do, do you think that there is a bit of nostalgia, uh, the journey that we've been on for six seasons and seeing all of this play out and it just kind of dredged up? I guess the feelings of why you like the show to begin with. Yeah, absolutely. It was just tying it into kind of coming full circle. Sure. Absolutely. Kind of putting a bow on it. However, you know, not, not necessarily contrived, but a lot of things are rehashed was, is, do you think that played a major part in, in how you enjoyed the episode yeah i mean even even down to you know when emma went back to boston and she walks into her apartment you know the candle is still sitting there on the counter you know it's just it's just little things like that that the little touches that you go first off you, the normal person looks at it and go okay how is her apartment still there after all this time who's paying that who's paying rent? the rent why have creatures not carried off the candle that was sitting in a cupcake because you can't tell me there weren't bugs in that apartment after so long you just i mean there's logic things you know and and like the whole time passage she thinks that all that happened for over a two year span and we know that it was longer than a two year span she has to have noticed that henry has gotten considerably taller and older but yet it's just, I mean, there's a lot of little things that you kind of go, ah, I don't know. But no, I think so. I mean, even the start of the episode where they said on the last once upon a time or whatever it is that they say, I don't know if they say on the last once upon a time, but it was, it was clips from the very first episode all the way through. And I like that because it was, it was an encapsulation how about that of um, all of the years. And so you got to get brought up to speed. And I like that. I don't like seeing Emma when she's weak. I just never have. She's not a character that, that looks like she should just have that look on her face where she's helpless, you know, and, and, and so it's, it's hard for me to see her like that. Um, but I just, I didn't like the first episode, the first hour of the, that episode, the first hour of the two hours because it was just frustrating because the whole time I'm like, no, we're not going to do this. You're not going to do this to us. It's not all going to have been a dream or, you know, like the Dallas thing where Bobby comes out of the shower and it was all a dream. And so I really, I really was, I was concerned that that's what we were going to do. And so I was super, super excited to see what happened in the second hour. I loved the second hour. It just made me happy. They wrapped it all up. They put a big old bow on it and it just, everybody's happy. Everything's happy and Everybody's where they need to be, and they had their their last supper moment, and it was just awesome. Yeah, that that was very last supper-y. Sure it was. Nobody sits on the other side of the table. Hmm. Hmm. I need to go back and look at that and see who's sitting in the Judas spot. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's it, yeah. Well, there you go. You know, it's probably Baby Neil. So, yeah. <laughs> and so, Baby Neil... Has not aged at all. Which he did show up in the musical episode. The first time we've seen him in seasons. Yeah. He, yeah. He, he finally shows up. And then we get him. He's then the, the, the final uh, two episodes. It's just littered with baby Neil. They're everywhere. everywhere. It's like they, it's like they made, had to make up for some it. Some were real babies. Some were some not. Some were not. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. But he was everywhere. He was. And that was great. And they have their baby. And, 
And now Belle has her baby. And I just thought that was such a neat time. I liked that they did that. I liked that they did that because Gideon just wanted Emma to be able to help him and Emma to be able to to fix them both, you know, and, and to make it okay for both of them. And she did. And she sacrificed herself. And then we didn't see anything for a minute. And, and poor Rumpel did the right thing. And he was hugging Belle and saying, I, I even tried to do the right thing. I tried to do the right thing. And then boom, there's little baby Neil with the, or excuse me, there's baby Gideon with the spotlight in his little book. And it was like, oh, <laughs> you just, I, I just ate just... it up. I ate it up. <laughs> so Rumpel finally choosing love over power. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. And then him realizing that that may not that may not work. Have worked out the I mean doing the right You and I both know that doing the right thing doesn't necessarily work out. That's true. Uh nice guys finish last I think is the term that comes to mind. It is so true. Yeah. Well. Uh but no, he finally he finally makes the right choice and then for a second he thinks, he thinks that it didn't matter. It didn't matter and how crushing that would be but then yeah emma's sacrifice basically gave them i would say gave them all uh, a fresh start essentially yeah so did you have any you know other than what you've already gone over did you have any scenes or moments that like really stood out that were your favorite because i have a couple you go so while you're thinking uh, one of the things I love the uh, Terminator Two reference. Yeah, you were all over uh, that. I love that uh, turning the bed frame bed on its side, so she could do her uh, pull-ups. So she could do her pull-ups just like Sarah Connor did mm-hmm. in T Two. I, I really love that. Mm-hmm. Um, you're still thinking. I thought you had more. You had just oh. one. Oh yeah, I thought we would like do like ping pong. Oh no! Well, you said you were going to list all <laughs> yours. I'm sitting here enraptured. Oh, I don't think that's the well, right word. <laughs> uh, no, I think enraptured is the right word as we move on to my second one, because my one of my other favorite moments was when Regina, the evil queen, and Zelina were all together in their full regalia. That made you happy. Oh, yes. Yeah. There was just so much cleavage in that scene. There was, it was, there was a lot of cleavage in that scene. Redonkulous. Yeah. That's it. That's all I had to that's say. That's it? Two things? <laughs> No, I mean, there were a lot of little things. I mean, yeah, there were so many sweet little things. Just the way that, you know. And <sighs> Another one was at the end, at the Last Supper, when Regina and Gold uh, shared a look. And it was almost as if, look how far we've come. Yeah. And think about that for a second. Yeah. yeah. Because Rumpel... Gold is sitting now at the table with the rest of the family, finally. Yeah. For the first time. Yeah. I feel as though they feel and he feels he is worthy to sit at the table with the rest of the family. Well, and I think, you know, at one point he said he was supposed to have been the savior. And I, I I think having that knowledge changed everything for him you think so i i do because go ahead let's talk about that do it let's talk about that because he was his destiny was severed right from him by his mother he was destined to be the savior which would be the one that would destroy this dark magic which ended up being his mother but guess what he did anyway even though he wasn't the savior he destroyed her 
He sure did. Yeah. So I would say that his destiny was still carried out. Mm-hmm. And I like, I, you know, he's so smart. The character, he's he's always been, to me, the smartest character on the show, just because he always has those fail safes built in. I mean, we know that he had made the, the, the dark curse. He had that little out so that once he heard the name Emma, he would wake up. And so... In this, in this, we knew that he he was awake. Henry said, "You're awake. I know you're awake." And it was because Belle had been the dark fairy, the black fairy. His mama had um, done something with Belle, and that wasn't part of the plan. <laughs> Those were the most photoshopped photos in the history well, of photoshopping. He doesn't know what photoshopping is. Well, I mean, they're driving pintos and stuff. They don't. <laughs> They don't have that kind of technology in story. She was trying to do that thing where you squeeze your, you hold your fingers just like an inch apart and you position yourself and take a picture to make it look like you're picking uh, up the uh, Eiffel Tower. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Well, she tried. She doesn't know. She's been out of it for a long time in her dark minds with her children digging up fairy dust. Um. No, I just, I, I don't know. I, I, think, I think that changed everything for him. And, and I liked that. You know, we saw that he and Gideon had their shop and they were working together. I mean, that they didn't really talk about that, but that just showed what kind of relationship they had. I mean, they had a father-son, a traditional father-son relationship when she was pretending to be mayor in that first part where, you know, the curse was was happening. And so they worked together in the shop and it was golden and it was it, they were doing things together as a family. And I loved that, you know, and, and she was still trying to be a part of their lives, even though they didn't know who she was. She didn't think they knew who she was with the oatmeal raisin cookies and the how are my boys? I mean, just, you know, it was it was weird and twisted and but you could see that somebody that weird and twisted would be totally on board with doing something like that. And I just, I don't know. Like I said, I was just so mad the entire first hour. Like I was just really ticked that they were doing that to us. It was like lost. I mean, it really was. It was like, really? Are we, are we going to do this? Yeah. I don't want to do this. And I was getting mad. Cause I, was like, I don't want to watch the second hour. I don't want to see this happen. And then Obviously, Emma remembered things, and that was cool. And, you know, Henry took her up on the rooftop, and she saw flashes of the the wedding, but she wasn't sure. She said she couldn't trust her brain because she's been in a mental hospital for two years. And then she goes back to Boston, and, and she just she sees the thing, and she remembers and everything, and ah, you know, and it was cool. And once the minute she she got it back, it was like everything just went on the upswing. I was like, yes, here we go. Red jacket's on. We're going to kick some butt. Shoot, yes. Yeah, we got buddy. the red jacket mm-hmm. finally mm-hmm. back on. Yeah. And it was glorious. Yeah. So, okay. But now knowing what we know now, uh, Hook and Emma just having gotten married, we know that uh, Jennifer Morrison isn't going to be back for the next season, but yep. she did commit to one, one episode, episode, which w- w- whatever that means. Yeah. We don't know. Does that mean w- where in there anyway? So what does that mean for hook and Emma? I mean, I, I, th- I think, I don't know exactly what direction they're going to go in, but the, the major theme of all of this, uh, especially this new, this season was not so much happy endings, endings but happy beginnings yeah and they kind of hammering home this concept of uh 
the journey mm-hmm. and enjoying the journey, which I love, which is something I've talked about a lot uh, and we've talked about a lot. It's like it's not – yes, the destination is important, but you don't always get to where you think you're going to go. And so if you forget about enjoying the time it takes to get there in the, in the journey, then you've well, you've missed a lot. Mm-hmm. And and I've always talked about it in in how spoilers never really spoil anything because it's even though you know the outcome, it's that journey that you take that is the enjoyable part. So, but I am curious what what happens to them, and and so I think knowing that we have a time jump forward, which I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that I think they, they were forced to do that. Uh, and I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that Henry, Henry's age, you yeah. know, he, we can't, same kind of thing is happening on the walking dead. It's like only a few years have passed in the timeline, but it's taken four or five years for, uh, as these actors have grown older, we can't, keep suppressing their youth for too long because they change too much. Yeah. Uh, so I think we would be remiss if we didn't take that into account. And, and that may, it may not be the, the main factor, but it certainly is a factor. Um, but I, I just don't, I almost want to actually, no, I don't almost want to, I do want to look at this as the series finale. And here's why you wrapped everything up that you set out, set in motion with that first season. And because so many characters are not coming back either through their choice or not by their choice. um, I almost feel like season seven, I'm going to consider it a spinoff is the way I'm going to consider it. It, not a true season seven, but because it feels like you're going to have to do major revamping so much rebooting, revamping, whatever we want to call it. That it's like, let's just let this, these six seasons kind of stand on their own. And so they can call it whatever they want to, but that's the way I'm going to look at it. And so with that said, are we going to look at season seven? Absolutely. Cause I'm curious as to what they're going to do with it, but I feel like this finale certainly stood on its own. And even not, even if we didn't know, or we didn't get a season seven, having the bookend of Henry and his daughter, Lucy, I I'm fine with it. Yeah. I mean, it's like, oh, that's interesting. I wonder, I wonder what happens next. Or oh, or that's okay because that's just a nice little callback to how it all started. Yeah, that's the hand reaching through the grave. <laughs> yeah, so that's how I'm going to look at it. Yeah. What do you, What are your thoughts on on that? I don't know. I you know them not coming back, like watching it. Again, I didn't do it the first time we watched it, but when we watched it the second time, looking at all the characters that won't be there and trying to figure out, because you can't help but watch it once you watch it again, sitting there thinking, well, how are they going to do this? You know, you're going to have, yes, you're going to have your big three, but you're not going to have Emma and you're not going to have 
Snow and Charming and 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 I'm sure I mean these are very talented people. I'm sure they're going to write something really really good. But yeah, I agree with you. I think it'll be more of a I'll I may think of it as twice upon a time instead of <laughs> once upon a time. That's right. And, and yeah, absolutely, we'll watch it because we still like the characters. Um, but I am curious to see what they're going to do because you know unless like in my mind right now and and this is just me being me and weird, but I can see like they go on this big adventure and maybe there is a time, well, obviously there's a time jump. And, and so the only one that she's going to be in is maybe the last episode where he comes home to her. And so we see him walking through the front door and she's there. I mean, like in my mind, I could see that happening. Like her being in the final, final yeah. episode. Yeah. 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 I don't know that. If, don't, that's not from season- anything other than me, but that would make sense to me because that way, again, because what they showed us with this last episode was they want people to have that, I don't want to say happy ending because that's not what I'm saying. Um, they want people to have that closure. They want people to think that these characters are happy and that they have their lives ahead of them and they're together and they've got their families and they've got their babies and life is good and they're just going to be in Storybrooke happy, eating at Granny's, raising their babies together. And I think I think that's important for people. I think any show that you watch, any show that you invest your time in, you want to see those endings for people that you care about. And I feel like we they did such a great job of that. Yeah. And and I think that if there is, let's say Seven is hugely successful and, and Jennifer Morrison comes back to do one episode, maybe that would change things, but maybe it's not hugely successful and they do end it, then I could see, like I would want, as someone who is a fan of Emma and Hook, I would like to know that in the ether, Hook and Emma are together forever because I see him walk through the front door of their little house and she's sitting on the sofa and maybe she's, you know, hey, where have you been? Or, you know, I mean, something silly and ridiculous because it's magic and it's time. So she may not have even known they were gone. You know what I mean? I mean, that happens in shows sometimes. Hmm. You know, that's what I think. Yeah. But it, it'll be it'll be interesting to see what they do for sure because i'm sure it's going to be great whatever they do um i hope it's going to be great whatever they do because i don't think that that they would mess with established characters like that now they have said that they're going to be bringing all kinds of new characters and so that's fun because who are they going to bring into the fold because as people now that we've seen rumple with bell and gideon and, and he has that happy beginning and we've seen regina stand on her own and she's she's happy and she's got her family and then we've seen hook with emma they can't bring in love interests for these three i wouldn't think because as a fan base we're going to be like but no do you yeah. know what I mean? So I don't I don't see them going that direction with it. So I think it'll be more of an adventure thing than a it would have to be because I don't want to see Hook with anybody else. Now Regina, sure, let's find Regina somebody to love, but I don't want to see Rumple with anybody else because he's with Belle. Yeah. Well, because uh no, I, I agree with all that because Regina she didn't get her man, but they did kind of give us They gave us the happy closure with the other Regina with yeah. the evil queen and Robin and the arrow with the ring. And she sacrificed herself for them. And so she got that redemption. So I love that. We saw, we saw Z- Zelina get her redemption and she did the right thing. And then we've seen Regina and evil queen both go through that. And we've seen Rumple. I, I think, I think this season has been such a story of that, you know, such an example of that, that redemption and sacrificing yourself and things that, that are important to you. I mean, he gave up his his lust for power to to try to get his family back and to try to get Gideon back, you know, and and just the 
what the evil queen did with trying to hold off the magic and trying to hold off the spell and what Zelina did. You know, I mean, there's that there's been a huge bit of that this season. Yeah, she didn't she didn't have to give her her magic. No. Um Yeah, the only thing that concerns me a little is I'm trying to figure out how as throughout the episode they established this concept of when Emma was losing her hope that the realms were the realms in disarray, were, yeah, they were, were going away and like disappearing. How the hell did they? How the hell did they exist before her? Then magic. <laughs> because if she, if if her losing hope is what is destroying them, then what was keeping them around before she was there? Well, it was the spell that the Black Fairy put them under. Yeah. Okay. So I'm just Black telling Fairy, you that's okay. what that's oh, what they would say. Oh, it oh. was the spell. Hold on, because now the rabbit hole goes deeper. You went, you went and did it. Now you went and brought up the Black Fairy. So uh, how cool would it have been if they had gotten Jackson Jefferson Jackson? You're like, who is Jackson? <laughs> that that ship has sailed. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm like, how great would Jackson? it have been to get Jefferson back? We got his hat. Well, for you, it would have been fantastic, I, I love suppose. Jefferson. Yeah, of course you do. Mm. So uh, the Black Fairy is the creator of the original Black, uh, curse, curse, right? Yeah. So which part of that was the creation of Storybrooke. Right. So once the Black Fairy died, uh, Storybrooke continued to exist. You know, you need so. to stop doing that because <laughs> you just have to have, you have to believe, Joshua. You can't just keep throwing those kind of plot points out. Yeah, 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 you're right. Because everything else, the... Yeah, all that. That they do. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say, and we talked about this during the show. <laughs> I think one true love's kiss an episode... <laughs> it's enough. Is enough. <laughs> I don't think... I don't think you can do that more than once. I don't even really think you should do it more than once a season. We got a little crazy with the true love's kiss thing. Mm. People don't always come back. It's true. Mm-hmm. Unless the dark fairy gets her power, which then she could bring people back from the dead. I almost feel like that was the tipping point for Rumple. He was like, yeah, you crazy. Mm-hmm. You got to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, because that just doesn't work. Mm-mm. And uh, well, we see what happens when you bring people back. They're just not the same. They're not the same. They're not the same. They're a little touched. Just just a little off. Mm-hmm. Just a little off. But uh yeah, so what so I still can't wrap my head around, and that's the thing that's gonna haunt me forever, is how these realms uh existed prior to her, if they were de existing as she was. It, it has to be just a part of the curse. I think they they were there before because they were there before Emma was born. That's that's true. So uh Elizabeth had dropped us a note mm-hmm. uh, on the uh, when we were doing the live chat on Sunday and she brought up a great point. Uh she said it was like inside out with the realms collapsing as Emma lost belief. And I was like, oh, oh that was that's yeah. that's a nice parallel. That's exactly what it was like. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So maybe that's how. Maybe because uh maybe because of the her her tie to everyone and just being the embodiment of light, it created some sort of bond hmm. that as she uh, was losing her hope and 
essentially memories. Mm-hmm. Um, it was not unlike the different areas of her mind were just shutting down and things were crumbling. So hmm. I like that. That was a good. No, that's a great analogy. I that like that a, great a lot. Analogy. Um, so that's really the only thing that, well, it's not the only thing, but that's the only thing I really felt was worth bringing up because it's like, uh, hopefully I'm not the only one that's bothered by that. But, uh, uh, so what do we think, uh, what do you think is in store for season seven? Seven? I mean, do you have any speculation? I've already tossed out Atlantis. Uh, I, I have no idea. If- I, I don't know because I don't, I don't even know what, I, I don't even know what's on the table. Like, I, I don't, I don't know what they're going to, I, I think it's clear that uh, Violet is not Lucy's mother. I, I'm not, no, they said I, that was an actually in one of the well, interviews. They said well, I, I kind of they, well, they did okay, say yes, that. They, they kind of <laughs> figured it before they even said it. Yeah. Huh. One of these things is not like the other. No, they said that you know very rarely do is someone that you're dating at ten or twelve someone that you grow. That's what they said. But that's true. They said Lucy is not her daughter, not Violet's daughter. I, you know, I don't know. I don't know what they'll do. I so so I, was, I don't know how they're going to get rid of everybody. Like that's the thing. There's there's got to be something that takes those three or puts those three someplace because I don't want to sit there and think they're going to kill off everybody. Like I refuse to think that after everything that we just saw in the last hour of the episode. I don't think that they'll do that. I don't. You've talked about them going forward and in, in like maybe hooking them have had a long life and they didn't age and. I don't know. It's, I don't. It's possible. I, I mean, I mean, I, I'm trying to go through, and this is kind of difficult without doing a second or another rewatch. I'm trying. The one thing I picked up on was the scribbling that Henry did, did uh, in his fit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fiona acknowledged that it was something ancient right and she needed her wand to interpret decipher it uh, right um so it almost feels like okay we were led to believe at least it was established that she was basically the source of all right dark magic but this little tidbits and sequence kind kind of it kind of feels like they're trying to hint at or point to maybe some sort of uh, deeper, more ancient hmm. uh, magic. And I'm not, I'm not sure if I'm interpreting that correctly, but I feel like there's more to that that we will explore in the upcoming season because there really wasn't any explanation around what his little fit was. Uh, we do know that at the end of the episode, Last Supper picture is what gets uh, in, uh, Put in the book. written into the book. And uh, so that book that Emma had incinerated, uh, it comes back. But the new line was something to the effect of how uh, when good and evil both choose to do the right thing, all is good and the final battle is over. But but there was one thing that wasn't there at the at the end of the book. The and that end. was the end, right? right? So I don't know. I I feel like there's something to that. Well, I, sure. I feel like uh, now we're making references to the Chronicles of Narnia. I guess there's some deeper magic, right? Mm. Uh, technically, Disney did do those adaptations, right? But they, Disney also did uh, uh, the Atlantis uh, movie where they went. Yeah. The cartoon? The one with Michael J. Fox. Yeah. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. Atlantis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. I feel like if I talk about enough, it, you'll figure it I, out. No, I, I feel like if I talk about it enough, it will manifest. I don't think that's how that works. Because if so, we'd have like. But isn't that like the nature of magic? Magic is manifestation. Yeah, but you have no magic. <laughs> Says who? Says me. But yeah, I I don't know. I I'm loved. Hurt. I'm sorry. <laughs> I loved the episode. I like I said, the first hour frustrated me. And then in retrospect, it didn't frustrate me because I saw what they were doing. And like I said, there were so many sweet moments and good moments in that first hour. Just yeah. frustrating. And then the second hour was just all, oh, it just made me happy. I liked it too. We're going to look at season seven. Um. There's a couple of Facebook comments they had. I th- I think we can't pass up, um, just because. And it feels like you know we got to do something a little special because this could have been the final. And it's always good to hear everyone else's feedback. And so I just kind of went through the um, live chat and just kind of pulled some of my favorites out. Um, one of the comments about <laughs> Kathy made a comment about uh, um, you know when they hook in the charmings and all them wake up in uh, the enchanted forest that, you know, he just decides he's going to go get the bean. Uh, and he strikes off on his own. And her, her comment was, and hook goes off on his own again. <laughs> what happened to all this working together? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He was in exactly. a hurry. He was That's what hurry. he told David. He, he was had, in a hurry. He had to go after the woman. He, he had a left. quest. He had to go after and I liked that. I liked that he, everything tied back to the first, to the beanstalk, the first time that the two of them had shimmied up there together. I thought that was cool. I, I thought for a second we were going to see Hurley. Just, just the, for a yeah. second. Just for a second. No, because he's back. Yeah, yeah, I know. Maybe. I know. I was. I was. I had my fingers crossed. Yeah, I thought it had been cool. He was holding Hercules. Uh, so I think you'll appreciate this one. Uh, uh, Ellie had made... Uh, comment about how she okay well she didn't really care for her. she's she apologized for being a downer but the 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 finale really didn't do it for her and that's okay it's okay everybody has their opinion we appreciate ellie we appreciate you listening and I certainly appreciate this comment. She says, and also minus points for stealing the idea from Buffy when she thought she was in an asylum. So I was like, ah, oh, also yeah. a nice reference as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was, if I had to have a complaint, I'm right there with you. I was like, ah, are we doing this? Are we doing this? Yeah. But you know, as a writer, I would, I would wonder like as a writer, because You've seen all of these classic things, right? And so how much of it is... Subconscious? No, 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 no. I wasn't even going to say subconscious. I mean, I think I think it, it is a conscious thing that you do, but how many... Like how... I Today, I was writing something, something and I said, thank you for your support. And instantly, I picture the two little Bartles and James guys sitting, you know, and, and so I think... I think that we have all this stuff. There's so many things that we have ingrained, like things that were important to us. Like you said, the Terminator thing and Buffy, that's all just part of, if you're a certain age, that's just part of who you are. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, I mean, I I don't know if I go through a day where 
I, I don't hear Wayne and Garth in my head doing either swing or not or, you know, I mean, it's just it's just weird, stupid things that, do you know what I mean? It just becomes part of who you are. And so I'm thinking if I'm writing something, if I'm writing a show, I don't want to blatantly copy it, but how much of all of that stuff just bleeds into our daily thing? I mean, you and I can't have a conversation at home without having a some sort of ridiculous song or something in it or some thing that's tr- whatever, you know I mean? We, we can't like that commercial with the guy that drives you nuts. I don't even know what the commercial's for. Maybe it's a car uh, commercial he's and he's constantly, it's like, hold the door, hold the door, hold door. And he's like doing all that stuff and everything he does, he ties it into a movie or a song and, and you don't like the commercial. We all laugh at home because that's exactly who you are and what you do. Yeah, but, but, but that guy's a douchebag. Okay, whatever. But my point is, <laughs> my point is, we have all of that up here, right? Mm. And so if you're writing a show, how much of that is you trying to trying to um, to honor that? Or just because you thought it was cool and you're like, oh, I'm writing a show. That was awesome. I'm going to stick that in. Mm. You know, I got you. I got you. I, I'd be lying if I didn't at least say "swing" in my head as yeah. I was watching the scene with Evil Queen <laughs> Zelina, exactly, and Regina. Uh, I may have said that more than once. Uh-huh. But, uh, no, I, I. And a final uh, Facebook uh, uh, comment that I wanted to share is from Chris, and I think this this really kind of sums up. I think it really sums up how I feel. And he said, as much as I've been critical of the show for several seasons, I have to say this this functioned really well as a send-off. It was ingenious too. If there was no season seven, all they were all they had to do were drop the Tiger Lily scenes and it would have worked. I agree, because Tiger Lily's the worst. Yeah, I don't I don't <laughs> I don't like Does her. this mean Tiger Lily's gonna be in season seven? Get out of here with this. Oh, maybe so. Maybe she, yeah. Well, um, that's good for her. But yeah, he's right. You know, he's right. He's absolutely right. It could have absolutely been a, that's it, the end. Yep. And And we would have been fine with it. And we would have been happy as clams. Absolutely. Yep. So, all in all, a nice send-off, however you look at it. Mm -hmm. Uh, We will certainly be back at some point. Don't know exactly when that's going to be, and I'm sure it's it's a Friday night that they'll be moving to. Yeah, so let's talk about that briefly before we wrap this up. I've thought about it a little bit more. We're going to talk about the Inhumans too, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh wait, you want you want to make it into a a Friday night podcast? Friday. We could do a yeah TGIF. Here, here, here's here's uh, because we talked about this. And I was very concerned they're moving to Friday. I think you were concerned as well. Mm-hmm. But now I'm not so concerned, and here's why. Because yeah, you got Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Humans and Once did, Upon a Time. I, for whatever reason, didn't realize that Agents of yeah. S.H.I.E.L.D. would round out the block. And so it's going to be Once Upon a Time, The Inhumans, and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Fantasy. Exactly. So It's, thank, it's TGI fantasy. So... Yeah, thank God for fantasy. That's right. So, but it's fantasy sci-fi, right? Well, so, yeah. so I think this is actually something I think a lot of people probably have wanted for a while. Sure. And then maybe they actually just made it happen. You think about Sunday night and the time slot. There's a good chunk of the year where they're up against football. Football. Yeah. And you know what other what other is there a more family friendly show 
on TV other than Once Upon a Time. They're, they're not a lot. So if you look at the shows that are replacing, that Once Upon a Time is replacing on Friday night, and I forget what they are off the top of my head, but they had decent ratings. They were family friendly. And so Friday is a more family friendly night. Now you have a block of Once Upon a Time, Inhumans, and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., just this fantastical sci-fi superhero Disney Marvel all in one night. And I think it makes it more of a destination, more of an event, kind of an old school kind of thing. And I think it has a possibility to maybe even boost ratings above uh, the declining ratings that they have now. Now that's me just kind of, you know, being optimistic, but I think there's an, I think there's an opportunity there. I yeah, think, I, I, I know what our family will be doing on Friday nights. We'll be parked in front of the TV watching and, and, watching it. And on NBC, Grimm was mm-hmm. on Friday nights. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I think it the the possibility for something that's more fantastical to to survive uh in, in the Friday night time slot. And I think they knew that as geeks and nerds uh, we really don't have a social life anyway, so where the hell are we going to go? We're going to be in the house watching something anyway. Yeah, I mean, comic books come out on Tuesday. <laughs> on f- You're already done by it. Exactly. Yeah. I need something that middle something of the week. Do. It's right. Um, you know, so I think it has the possibility. I, yeah, I think so, too. I mean, and I'm excited about that. And we'll so, just, yeah, we'll just have a TGIF. So we'll do uh, we'll do a ABC Friday night on ABC podcast. We'll rebrand the whole thing. Oh, I like it. That's and then somehow, really somehow we're going to have to work in and, Arrow oh, and yeah. Flash and Supergirl Did and Legends missed... of Tomorrow. Almost like we just need to do a podcast that comes out every day where we just talk about what we watched the night before. Yeah, that's not. No, we don't. No, we can't. No, we can't do that. <laughs> we cannot do that. No, that would be too much. Yeah, but thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. And for, for being on the live chat with us and having yep. fun with that, that's been a lot of fun for us. So thank you so much. And thank you for your comments, whether we got things right or got them wrong. And thank you. I can't remember who uh, had the information about the Bluebird. Remember, I was just really befuddled by the Bluebird oh, thing. Oh, yes. That and was somebody on wrote in. and Yeah. And so thank you for that. You're right. Because Absolutely. It's, that it's, was the, the it's, thing. It's Snow part of White. This- uh, well, no, it was part of the uh, Somewhere Over the Rainbow That's song. what I meant, not wow. Snow White. We, we, even in our corrections, we, we get it wrong. We still get it wrong. <laughs> but uh, no, I I appreciate every single one of you. I appreciate every feed. We don't always get to share all the feedback. Uh, the show would be three hours, if I think, if we did that. But even if it's constructive criticism and even for uh, the knuckleheads that tell us that we, you know, we don't know what we're talking about. Hey, it's just a show and we're just having fun. And I know most of y'all get that. And I appreciate that. Hey, let's keep the conversation going. You want to contact us? You can do that on Twitter at once upon us, or you can email us once at uh, nthcast.com, or you can just check out our website at onceuponeth.com. And just appreciate you so much. And we'll talk to you again real soon. Bye, y'all.